is an information guide on a pesticide application. And of course, these went these kind of results. And we've got a tremendous amount of information in our guide. And there's 374 pages in that guide. We want to really encourage everybody to get a new guide every year because we make quite a few changes. We're going to review of some of those changes in here. But we got a section in there on reducing drift. And it's a good place to go to familiarize yourself and some of the problems you can have in the spray drift. Really can be helpful to go to that. Wind speed, that's all discussed there and how it increases width as you double the wind speed. Nozzle selection, we talked about that in other sections, but good review to go on pages 40 and 41 to help you uh, select the right nozzles. And nozzle technology, of course, was not discussed in there. We got quite a section, five pages on pulse width modulation. And I think we're the only ones that really have that, the only university that has an extensive uh, section in their guide on pulse width modulation. But we find a lot of pulse width modulation sprayers out there now. And of course, the one that started that was the game command system and uh, the uh, Apache sprayers actually have it available on all their new sprayers and they're using the Graven Hawkeye system. And this is a little bit on it. And then this is the John Deere one on ExactaFly and the DynaJet from T-Jet. So there's been a lot of interest since the patent expired in uh, pulse width modulation. We got a section in there on herbicide and fertilizer compatibility, which really can help you on those. Clean the sprayer. We really added to clean the sprayer this year for the uh, weed insect and, and the disease guide this year. A lot more pages in there and we put them in a lot more to help you clean the sprayer because we realized how important that is. So it's really a good section that we've got. Like I say, we greatly expanded that in 2021. And again, we showed that earlier there, some of the problems you can add. One section that's pretty new in there is the soybean yield loss from ground sprayers. We have people always contact us and want to know how much they lose. Basically, you don't lose hardly any yield loss until the R1 stage. After the R1 stage, then this really applies pretty much. And there's more details in there uh, to read in the guide on page 86. Well, with a 60-foot square, you can actually lose two bushel per acre. And if the beans are worth $10 a bushel, that's 20 bushel. It may be cheaper to hire an aerial applicator. This is the section that we have on page one that gives you a lot of uh, information on where to look for a lot of the things that deal with application equipment and practices in application. And nozzle selection, we got on there 44 to 50 can really help you. Now, one of the things that's pretty new yet, that's been out of couple of years is our sections in there on 
the various herbicides, insecticides, and fungicides, and what droplet size you should use, and then the ground application rate. That can really help you uh, in your application by using the pages on 44 to 47. And this would be an example here of one of the pages in there. Uh, this would be a medium spray quality size at 10 gallons per acre. And you can see there we got various speeds in 6 to 14 mile an hour. And then we got the various nozzle spacing that you have here. And then we limited ourselves to 14 mile an hour. I really like if we can keep the um, application speeds at 14 mile an hour and, and slower. And uh, actually some work that uh, Bill Gordon did over in Australia has showed that the auto boom height, when you get much faster than that, uh, it really doesn't perform very well. And I do like auto boom height, that's a good innovation, but that's about the speed that uh, it really works good as a top speed. Okay, we wanna take a couple examples here uh, to solve a problem and how you can use the guide. And uh, we're gonna treat field corn with the herbicide Callisto Extra. We're gonna use the chart on page 44 of the 2021 guide. And as we go and look at that here, uh, you can see the herbicide go down the Callisto extra there. Drop size classification tells you you can use medium to coarse droplet size. And the ground application rate, they want you to use between 10 to 30. Now, in this particular case, we're concerned about drip. And so we're going to use coarse instead of medium to reduce the drip. Now, what ground application, it says we can use 10 to 30. But if we're using a larger spray particle size, we don't want to go to the lower application rate. So we're going to go in between here and use 20 gallons per acre. And again, because of the larger particle size we're selecting. If we were using the medium one, uh, we could probably go with the 10, 10 to 15 gallons per acre, um, especially if we keep the speed down. <coughs> Okay, we say we have 15 inch nozzle spacing on our sprayer here. And we're gonna spray at 20 gallons per acre. And we're gonna be at 12 mile an hour. And we're gonna use the chart on page 53. And that would be the lower one here, or coarse spray quality, 20 gallons per acre. And we're gonna to go to 12 mile an hour. And then we've got to go to the right-hand side that has our 15-inch nozzle spacing. And you can see we can use the XRC 11008DK or the Turbo Teach at 11106. And this just brings it up to it. So it really can help you uh, select nozzles here uh, that works out. And just a little bit more in a summary here that we have. And then pulse width modulation, let's look at it here. It's variable. And how does it work? Well, it alternates. And this is really shows you how you get coverage out of it. Okay, we're going to look at 10 
mile per hour here, and we got 15 inch nozzle spacing. We're going to use 40 psi, and we're getting a top line medium spray quality, and this is at 20 gallons an acre that we want. We're going to actually have a duty cycle here of 60%. In other words, it's going to be on 60% of the time. If you remember my presentations, I used to say that we wanted to keep that at least above 50 always. Now, some work that Tommy Butts has actually showed that 40% was adequate. So we could, and if you look at that, as you go across that, you could actually take this sprayer up and keep the same particle size all the way up to 16.6 mile an hour. Now, I'd rather have you limit that at 14 miles an hour, but you can see the flexibility with that duty cycle at 60%. You could also slow down all the way to 6.6 .6 mile an hour and still keep that medium spray quality. And that's, of course, the big advantage of pulse width modulation. Now, as we go and look at that with a conventional sprayer, it doesn't give us that flexibility. Let's say we go to 10 mile an hour, we've got 15 inch nozzle spacing highlighted in yellow here. That would tell us to use an XRC nozzle at 110.06 VK at 28 PSI. That nozzle requires you that you use as you go to the bottom on the left-hand side and keep it at least at 15 PSI. And I don't like to take it down that. That's the bottom of that. In fact, some of these diaphragm checks don't close or open very well at 15. Sometimes you have to be about 18 to 20 uh, before they open. But the slowest you could go would be 7.3 mile an hour. And then you end up with a coarse droplet size instead of a medium droplet size. And that could affect performance. Uh, if you speed up to 14, the pressure would actually go to 55 PSI. And that would give you a right between a fine and medium sway particle. So you can see it's much more important to keep that even with a conventional sprayer it doesn't help pulse width, keep that speed somewhat the exact same to keep that particle size that you really need. Western bean cutworm, uh, we want to take a look at that. And well, we got a new addition in the guide that can really help you out here. And uh, let's say we want to control Western bean cutworm. Well, you go in the sections and you can find Western bean cutworm here. Another section that really helps you a lot, you can go and see on fully applied ones on page 327, all the things and on beyond that uh, that control Western being cut one. And then the new addition to this is we have uh, the rates, the low rate and the higher rate, and then the cost per acre for the lower rate and the high rate of the various insecticides there. And when you look at control here, it's hard to believe that by selecting, and this is at the lowest rate for Western bean cutworm in there, and you may not want to use the lowest rate, but we, for comparison, we put in the lowest rate, but we found the weight range uh, of the insecticides from $1.25 per acre 
to 2344 and uh, quite a difference. That's a section that can really save you some money uh, this year that wasn't in there. Going back to the weed management section, and uh, of course we have efficacies on that. Very, very important to make sure you select the herbicides that control the weeds that you need. And this of course would be the broadleaf page and then going over to the grass response. And then of course, it also goes over what it's labeled for, but you wanna select the right one and then you should go to the individual treatments as like in the top line here, the Acuron, you can see the cost of those treatments for the low rate and the high rate. That can also, just like we talked about the insecticide, save you some real money. You wanna make sure you get a new copy of the guide because a lot of changes in there, uh, ratings change, uh, the price of the uh, pesticides change, so we, that's the reason we try to update it every year and can give you a lot of good information. And uh, that completes the last one here. 